It's so good to see you again. Good to see you too. Yeah, you know, the week has just flown by since last week since we were here. It comes around very fast. It does, it does. Now, today we talked a little bit off air about what we're going to talk about. Kind of tell us a little bit of glimpse of it. Well, I mean, if anyone watched the podcast or watched or listened to the podcast last time, Mm -hmm. we had Ava on. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seems like, you know, change typically occurs when there's some traumatic experience that we Mm -hmm, go through mm -hmm. it could be in relationships or it could be our health you know a lot of times you know we don't really think about how we eat until we have that heart attack you know so there's there's always it seems like Mm -hmm. change occurs after the fact absolutely so so really i kind of wanted to talk about a few things today about how can we develop this intrinsic desire to change before these things happen Mm -hmm. and uh so you know, typically the, the reason we don't change for long is because we have a set of beliefs that kind of keep us who we are. We don't think we're capable of, of doing a diet, you know, because mm-hmm. we tried it before and we just we weren't able to stick with it. And, and, you know, for anybody in the fitness industry, we see it's so easy to see that there's no way you were going to start, say, today and live out the rest of your life only eating 100, car- 100 grams of carbs. Mm-hmm. You know, so we, we need to try to, you know, find a plan that it is something we can start now and uh, continue on forever. So really it's trying to motivate people. Try, you know, how can we motivate people to, to get fit or, or be concerned about their health uh, prior to any of these things happening? And, and a lot of this has to do with our beliefs. You know, we, we know we should do it, uh, but we don't believe we can do it. And that's because we failed so many times before. Mm-hmm. And, and I've mentioned many times that it's not so much that we're failing the program, it's that the program is failing us. You know, there's no mm-hmm. way even people in the fitness industry could have continued on that plan mm-hmm. because it's too restrictive. And, uh, uh, you know, and then, and then you get into the behavioral part. You know, that, that's so important. Uh, I think it was Nathan Braden, Braden that said that the journey to change commences after, only after awareness and acceptance occurs. So what that really means is to really do some Mm self-reflection, some introspection, and we leave that out. You know, we just start with, give me a diet. And so what we have to do is first slow down for a second, and let's develop a game plan. You know, and and, and what that that requires is it really requires us, um, what, what are the things that I'm doing now that are preventing me from the goal that I want? Mm-hmm. And making a list of that. Uh, and also, it requires acceptance in the fact that I am res- I'm accepting, I'm being honest with myself, that what I am doing now is keeping me where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you, then you have to look at the why. You know, we, Nietzsche said, a strong enough why can bear almost any how. Mm-hmm. And so what is my why? You know, if it's to lose weight for a high school reunion, mm-hmm. that's not a very strong why. But if it's to play with your grandkids, uh, to stay alive, to stay to mm-hmm. to stay alive, and not just survive longer, but actually live longer. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be functioning, mm-hmm. high functioning at eighty years old. Absolutely. You know, rather than you know, sitting in a chair and not participating. Lifespan is getting higher, longer, and longer. Longevity. Yes. We were just talking to a longevity guy out here, and it was it, it, it's amazing how long people are living now. But what I see, you know, living at the Stratford is is we have an older group of people there, and maybe something happens, maybe a heart attack happens, something happens that forces them now to go into the gym, yes. where they had not thought about doing cardio before. 
Yes, and we did talk earlier. It's mm-hmm. so much better to be healthy and have the heart attack, mm-hmm. and then because you recover so much quicker. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it, it is. It's it's. I want us to be more proactive than reactive. Mm-hmm. And and you know, in that in that first stage of acceptance and awareness, we would we recommend people get like a spiral notebook, mm-hmm. and so write down you know what it is that I'm really trying to accomplish. You know, say weight loss. Well, what's keeping me where I'm at? Well, I, I'm overeating. Mm-hmm. Or I'm over, I'm drinking too much, mm-hmm. you know. Let's let's fine tune and find out where those extra calories are coming in, mm-hmm. and then uh, maybe it's educate. I want to educate myself more, and you know, education should never end. I mean, mm-hmm. we should always be in the process of trying to, you know, become better than what we mm-hmm. once were. And you can learn at any age. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you're retired, even taking a cl- college class, you know, and. What, what's keeping me from that? Well, it could be I'm not focused enough or I'm hooked on Netflix. You know, mm-hmm. but in, in our book, we should set aside. You know, it could be 15 minutes to an hour. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be this thing that you dread every day to educate ourselves about something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it could be that my goal is to be better with relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, if you find that you don't stay in relationships, uh, they don't last long. Well, is it, let's be honest, is it me or is it them? Mm-hmm. You know, where am I finding these people? I mean, there's a lot of things that we can we can really we map out a blueprint as to who you are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, something else, you know, is is uh, reciprocity with uh, in a relationship because am I treating them the way I want to be treated? You know, and then maybe they're not treating us the way we think they should. Well, are we doing the same? Mm-hmm. So it's really helping to define and lay out a b- blueprint about who I am and how I've how I've got there. You know, um, so, you know, once we get to the awareness and acceptance that we and we believe that change is possible, that's when we can start to set a goal, you know, about what, what, what I want to be. Now, if you're 80 years old, of course, it's probably longevity and making the best out of my next years in life. But if you're younger, well, we have a little more time to work with. And uh-huh. so we can set these goals. But we've, we've talked before about the aspiration gap. And what we're trying to do is we're building this blueprint, and it lets me know where I am right now. Let's say I'm right here, and I'm not working out at all, and I'm overeating, and I want to run a marathon. Okay, well, that gap just became huge. And what happens in, in, in psychology is that the larger the gap of where I am and what I want to be, the more stress and anxiety, you're overwhelmed. And we just have found that people... Uh, have a hard time reaching that goal or, or maintaining it for any significant period of time, and we just fall right back into our habits. So mm-hmm. it is great to know where I'm at and where I want to be, but the thing is we've got to take steps to get there. And I think that's where you know a trainer or whoever you're working with really comes into play because, I mean, it's great. I mean, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, I think Aristotle said the greatest danger is not that our goals are too high and we miss it, but that they're too low and we reach it, mm-hmm. you know, so set the goals high, but let's also be realistic. And I know we, I've talked about the SMART template. I would definitely use the SMART template. And SMART is an acronym. It's specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. Mm-hmm. So that really helps us to look and, and uh, help, helps out a whole lot uh, when it comes to reaching those goals. And then, you know, something else we have to look at too is how do we put this into action? So, you know, we, we get the goals, and then you get into the planning stage. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're about to take action. And the planning stage, if it's weight loss, it might be buying an, 
a, a rice steamer. Mm-hmm. It could be buying a, a, star, a, a air fryer. Mm-hmm. You know, getting the equipment necessary. Uh, if if the workplace is not real conducive for watching what you're eating, then mm-hmm. I've got to make my workplace compatible. Mm-hmm. If I don't have a microwave and I can bring one, then you can go buy a cheap microwave and put it there with a small refrigerator. Uh, I think most workplaces now are kind of set up for that. So I would you, think so, yeah. You can do it. The thing is, is when they bring those cookies in or the cakes in or the little treats. Donuts. Yeah. All that stuff. And, yeah. and the thing is, is what I would tell someone is, look, yeah, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it every day. Pick a day. If you know somebody brings in something on Thursday that you really like, then you can have that then. Okay. You know? And, and just know that I can have it Tuesday if I want it too. But at some point, I've got to look at what my goal is, mm-hmm. and is this helping me to reach my goal? So that you know, that's that's real important too. I think Benjamin Franklin said that "well done" is better than "well said." Mm-hmm. So then it's about the, it's about putting it into action, and and life rewards action. You know, uh, I tell my clients, nothing works unless you do. Absolutely. And so we've got to we've got to get that game plan together, and. Uh, First, we have to understand, we have to have self-awareness. You know, personal awareness precedes personal transformation. Don't, what we're doing is, is we're, we're, we're trying a new program with the same mindset mm-hmm. we have prior to getting on it. And that mindset that we have now, there's no way we can do that. If, if we could, we would have already been doing it. Mm-hmm. So there is some little restructuring, reframing of our thoughts. And uh, I, I'd say that, that's one thing that my wife and I have really changed a lot about mm-hmm. uh, programs. When people are wanting to come to us to lose weight, it's first about self-awareness. And, you know, you may not be ready for that. Uh, there's stages of change. Well, let's talk about self-awareness <laughs> with somebody with uh, weight loss. Okay. I mean, I mean, truly, I mean, let's talk about, I mean, is, is it, are they, we, the average person that you get into your gym, self-awareness over weight loss, is it somebody realizing I'm overweight or I'm eating too much, or I'm gaining weight too fast, or my clothes aren't fitting anymore. Is that why they usually come see you? It, it, it's it's all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it is that. Sometimes they've gone to the doctor and gotcha. they've been told they need to lose weight. So it's all you know. Everybody's different. You know, they realize that they need to lose some weight, but what they are completely unaware of mm-hmm. is that there's this internal dialogue that we have going with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think right now is probably the worst ever in the history of man. Really? And, and I'm saying that because I've, done, I've looked at the studies. Okay. Uh, you know, there's one thing that the human brain can only process so much information at one time. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time in mankind we have more information coming in that we can process efficiently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our phone, which we could talk on it to a, to a person. We could do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could do a talk and have a podcast going at the same time and cut one off. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could be taking notes as we're driving, which mm-hmm. we shouldn't do. But mm-hmm. every red light, we're doing as much as we can. Responding to texts. So Absolutely. There, there's mm-hmm. so much going on. Mm-hmm. And what it does, it does not allow us to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. And what it also does is, the, the, the worst thing it does is it triggers the fight or flight mechanism okay. in our brain. Mm-hmm. Our brain's number one priority is survival. Mm-hmm. And even though we're not running from a saber, saber-toothed tiger, when we have that much overload of information coming in, mm-hmm. it activates the fight or flight mechanism, mm-hmm. and it's just as if the tiger's coming after. So the brain doesn't know the difference, and so we, in in response to that, we release stress hormones, mm-hmm. mainly catecholamines, epinephrine, norepinephrine, and we also uh, 
we release cortisol. And cortisol is a catabolic hormone. That catabolic means to break down. And so we start breaking down muscle tissue. We lower our metabolic rate. So now we're eating less food but gaining weight. Uh, we, our blood pressure, you know, our, our, our blood pressure used to be 120 over 60. Now it's 180 mm-hmm. over 90, you know. And we're thinking, well, you know, I mean, salt could be a factor. But I just met with somebody yesterday. We were going over that. And uh, this particular person said that she finds that she's just a little bit more on edge and angry. And I think that you you can look at what's going on right now. Well, we got the political debates coming up, and we have a lot of anger and stress about who's going to be president. Well, if they're looking at social media and looking at the news, I can see where that would be happening. Yeah. And, and that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't help because any business you go into, mm-hmm. there's TVs everywhere. Yeah. We've got to keep people entertained or distracted. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Anyway, I, I mentioned to her that, well, you know, you said you were on edge a little mm-hmm. bit more. That could be why your blood pressure is like that. Mm-hmm. It's just stress mm-hmm. and anxiety. It's this low Does she level. watch the news? Well, yes, she watches okay. the news. Yeah. See, I don't watch the news at all. I Zero. Don't Zero news. I don't watch any. My husband, on the other hand, does. And you're right. He's a little bit more edgy than I am yeah. about politics. You know, it's mm-hmm. funny because it's a control issue, too. We think mm-hmm. that if, if, we're on, if we're made aware of what's going on, I'm really mm-hmm. up on everything that's happening. Mm-hmm then I have more control over it. But the simple fact is we have no control over it. Zero control. No. And, that you know, that's one of the steps, too, is control the controllable. Mm -hmm. You know, if I can control this, what Mm -hmm. can I do? I can vote. Mm -hmm. That's it. Same thing with the economy. You know, people are talking about interest rates just ticking up right now. And you would expect when interest rates ticked up, our office would kind of slow down. Actually, our office is picking up. Wow. It's amazing. We've got more sales going on right now than we've had since the first of the year. Right now at this moment. But even though interest rates are going up, it's people. I mean, it's it's just amazing, especially what these agents are thinking. Their mindset, they're staying consistent with what they're doing every day. They're doing consistency with all their clients, and that's and all you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, I have uh, most of my clients. Mm-hmm. They kind of dabble in the stock market, or mm-hmm. they are stockbrokers. Mm-hmm. And I'm real quick to say, and I kind of say it flippantly when they'll go, "Yeah, the stock market's down." And I go, well, yeah, it's going to come back up. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then when they say, wow, the stock market's up, and I go, yeah, but it's going to go back down. <laughs> that's a good that's way to look at it because that's it exactly, is. exactly. And it's, the stock market is indifferent to how I feel. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the way it is regardless of if I'm stressed or, or mm-hmm. not stressed. Mm-hmm. So just to know going in, the stock market, things are going to come up and they're going to go down. Absolutely. You know, there, there's a great quote, and I, and I love it. It says, those who expect no misfortune... I'm sorry. Misfortune weighs most heavily on those who expect no misfortune. Hmm. And then, you know, that's a big part of of stoicism. It's a Mm -hmm. philosophy that I love is to visualize the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. They think that, you know, a couple times during the month, you visualize the worst case scenario Mm -hmm. because it allows you to appreciate what you have now. So true. So true. It could always be worse. Because we're always fighting Mm-hmm. You know, God, it could happen. Mm-hmm. Well, no, let's. It, yeah, it can happen. Mm-hmm. And this, these are the things that could happen. And then it brings you right back. You know, they say sleep on the floor to make you appreciate your bed. Exactly. You know, once a month. And mm-hmm. so, you know, don't run away from thinking about the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's okay. Things are going to happen in life, and all I can do is control me. Mm-hmm. Can't control anything else. So, uh, self awareness. Uh, 
becoming aware of the internal dialogue. Okay, I've got, what am I saying to myself? You know, and, and you find out a lot of things about people. There's, there's something called cognitive distortions. And you could be black or white. You know, well, everybody in that party does this. Okay, mm-hmm. does everybody in that party mm-hmm. do that? Mm-hmm. You know, you probably have had a discussion with your husband, and he goes, you do this all the time. <laughs> and you go, I do that all the time? Everybody does this. Yeah. Everybody does that. Everybody yeah. does that. You know, my, my kid will say that. Mom, everybody's everybody. doing it. I said, who's everybody? Everybody. Who's everybody? Right. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. we do yeah. that to kind of prove our position, mm-hmm. you know, or we may minimize, you know, mm-hmm. and that's when we minimize ourselves. Well, you know, I'd love to sell houses, but, you know, I'm just not as good as she is. Mm-hmm. Or or you congratulate Great job. Mm-hmm. You had your highest month of sales. Well, but, you know, I probably will be bad. It won't be as high next month. Isn't that crazy? And we do. We do We that. do. You know, God, you've lost 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I've got a friend that lost 15. Mm-hmm. And so there's, we need to identify what you are mm-hmm. and, uh, and work on those distortions. Mm-hmm. Make people aware. There are a lot of times they're just simply not aware. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you, and that's why I recommend journaling. We've talked about that. You know, I get up every morning mm-hmm. and write these things down. And you really do start to see, it's a way of not identifying. Mm-hmm. So what, when I write it down, what would I tell that person? Mm-hmm. And so I can... I can see what I'm writing. Go, oh gosh, I didn't realize I I thought like that or I do that, and uh, so it's a good way of creating a blueprint for ourselves. So after we become aware of some of the certain traits, I'll tell you another thing. I'm sorry. Is what is the first thing I tell myself when I wake up in the morning? When that alarm goes off and you hit it, what what's on your mind? What's the first thing you tell yourself? Well, I can tell you what I used to tell okay. myself. I would say a cuss word. Seriously, yeah, because I had to, because I'm going to go deal with these people. <laughs> okay, and that it it created a lot mm-hmm. of anger. Uh, did you not like your job? What you were doing? No, I did not like my dro- job. Okay, okay, because okay. the the perspective I had is that. Mm-hmm. Now, that, were you doing the same things you're doing now? No, this is okay. this is why I got into this. Okay, thank okay, goodness. Okay, so so oh no, I have the best job in the world. I can't imagine mm-hmm. doing anything else. Mm-hmm. And guess what changed? Tell me. Nothing but me. Just you, yeah. You know, that's the thing about it is when I get up in the morning, the first thing I want to is have a great cup of coffee, and I journal, just like uh-huh. you do, and figure out the day, and, and I do all my gratefuls. I mean, because, I mean, live in a life of gratitude, and it's it's a game changer for you. Yeah. But, yeah, and it's uh, get my son off to school and visit with friends, and then I have a conference call in the morning at 830. I can't wait to get on that conference call with my people. That's great. I just love, I love well, what we do. You're love living a good life. what we yeah. do, absolutely. And, I, you know, I call it well-being. Mm-hmm. I don't like to say happy. People go, I just want to be happy. Well, happy is a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a fleeting emotion mm-hmm. because you're only going to be happy when you have that shot of dopamine, and then we say we're happy. It's mm-hmm. the way we feel. Uh-huh. But to expect to be happy all the time, that, that's not realistic. You're, you're, you're wanting to feel like that. You went to that party and somebody said you look good. Mm-hmm. You want to feel like, well, it's not going to happen all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not about how. It's, so happiness is, like say on a scale of 1 to 10, it's 10. Mm-hmm. And sadness, let's say, might be a 2 or 3. What we're looking for is that 8. Mm-hmm. You know, 7 to 8, stay in that zone. Mm-hmm. And it's more about, and I don't like to use the word content because I think that means kind of some apathy. Like, I'm just satisfied. I'm, I'm okay here. Because I'm not okay here. I'm okay here, but I desire more. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. it's it's not desiring more as far as materialism. It's desiring more of what I can be. 
Mm-hmm. I want to be the best that I can be mm-hmm. and do the best that I can do. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, know, so. Well, I've seen a lot of that with our young people. Kids, teenagers, they're just like status quo, don't care, just just don't care. Yeah. And they'll come in here and, you know, let, you know, I only want to work three days a week, mm-hmm. but I want to make the same thing you're making. Kelly, I've seen I, lazy, 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 lazy. Yeah. That they love saying they're lazy. Yeah, it's there's not a lot. A, of, it, it, um, my mother would have died if I ever said I was lazy. We, they that word didn't come out of our mouth when we were being raised. But but kids actually love saying the, that oh, lazy. You know. Yeah, lazy's not a bad word. No. You know, our dads would have not that this is mm-hmm. right, but they'd have pushed us out the door and said, "Go <laughs> exactly, get a job." Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think you know, there's a balance mm-hmm. here, and you know, you and I may work too many hours, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's those kids that don't work. But there's kind of a happy medium mm-hmm. here, and uh, I think that you know, trying to better yourself often comes with bettering other people and doing a good job for them. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that unless you're engaged mm-hmm. and working and then but you also make time to set aside that family time mm-hmm. and be present and not be preoccupied mm-hmm. with work or what i've got to do we've got to mm-hmm. be able to shut that off and mm-hmm. and i help people too you know like when when i used to walk in that front door and and my wife would say well how was your day mm-hmm. i'd just spill it all out and and the thing is is that when you relive that you mm-hmm. spill it out mm-hmm. you're reliving that exact experience again mm-hmm. and i say when i walk in that door how was your day my day was great mm-hmm. You know, uh, I said that people weren't living up to my expectations. Okay, well, what are my expectations? My, my, who I am and who you are is a little bit different Mm -hmm. than I'd say the average person. Mm -hmm. I don't say this bragging, but, you know, I, I really feel like I can outwork anybody and you probably feel Mm -hmm. the same way too. Mm -hmm. And my expectations was for them to have that same work ethic. Well, if everybody had that same work ethic, there would be 2,000 gyms in Tyler, and there would be 15,000 real estate companies, mm-hmm. but there's just not. And so mm-hmm. what I learned is I had to, and I don't mean this bad, to lower my expectations. Don't expect the same out of them that mm-hmm. I get out of me. Mm-hmm. And that helped a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I have the ability, if you tell me what to eat, I can do it. And that's that's kind of a unique ability. I only I eat for performance, mm-hmm. not for emotions, mm-hmm. or not because not out of boredom. Because I'll look at my clock, watch and say, well, it's not twelve o'clock yet, you know, because I know I eat at twelve, I eat at three thirty. I mean, I have a certain time pattern, and uh, and I try to get all my clients to think in that way too, mm-hmm. because we should eat to control our blood sugar. We feel better, we perform better, mm-hmm. we feel better, and after a while, it's like, why haven't I done this all along? And the other thing is you're eating all day long rather than getting up, not having breakfast, and maybe having some chips and a Coke at lunch and then binging at night. I mean, there's a reason why we're binging at night because mm-hmm. we're hungry. So lowering those expectations. Like I said, I, thought, I got up and I thought negative. Okay, but so what do I do now when that alarm goes off? I hit it and I have programmed opportunity. Mm-hmm. The fact that I woke up this morning, I've got an incredible opportunity. And I really appreciate it. Uh, I'm with each person in that hour. I'm not thinking about the person before them or the person after. Mm -hmm. And it's really weird because I'll look up and it's already the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And I've had these great conversations Mm -hmm. and I get to meet people and I get to, you know, hear about what they do and about their goals in life and just love it. Do you ever wonder if sometimes age has something to do with that? I mean, you've lived long enough, I've lived long enough that we actually appreciate these relationships. 
and we appreciate people in yes. general. I, I think you I know? think as you get older that that does become mm-hmm. more normal, mm-hmm. I, I maybe say. But it's I, I want younger kids to know don't miss out on the wisdom that's available mm-hmm. to you right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's one of the things I talk about a lot too is model the behavior you desire. And if I were in, if I was wanting to get into real estate, I know exactly what I would do. I would come and talk to you. I'd say, listen, I'd like to take you to lunch or whatever. We can meet mm-hmm. at your office, but I'd really like to talk to you because I'm wanting mm-hmm. to get into to real estate. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got people who are successful. They they become your role model. Just mm-hmm. model what they tell you to do. Mm-hmm. It's not rocket science. Mm-hmm. You've developed a program mm-hmm. that you know how to talk to your people when they first come in. Mm-hmm. You find out what they want. And then you go off of that. You've got a mm-hmm. technique, a style. Mm-hmm. And I do the same thing with weight training and, and, and nutrition. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's some valuable knowledge there for these young people. I just think that, like you said, young people, they, they don't want to work mm-hmm. uh, as many hours mm-hmm. because they've watched our parents, their parents, put in so many hours, and they feel like, I just don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to do that, but you also you'll not be able to enjoy some of the things that you get to enjoy. Mm-hmm. So there is true. a trade-off. True, very true. Um, so you know, and then ex- acceptance. I've got to accept what I've written down mm-hmm. because this is this is who I am. Mm-hmm. These are the things I do that have gotten mm-hmm. me where I am. We're taking personal responsibility, mm-hmm. and that's hard for a lot of people. Absolutely. And then so I said acceptance, and then control the controllables. Mm-hmm. The serenity prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, put that on your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Put it on your mirror, because that'll be a That'll be a motivator for you. I did that with opportunity. I set a little opportunity card mm-hmm. up there beside my alarm clock, mm-hmm. and I thought, what an opportunity. And the thing is, don't beat yourself up. There were some days when I reverted back to that first word that was negative and it was mm-hmm. a cuss word. What we don't realize is that the human brain is like a computer, and the computing, the, the processing, I'm sorry, is only going to be as good as the programmer. Mm-hmm. And so if the, if the computer's flawed, it's not the computer's fault it's the person entering the words in there and so we are programming ourselves constantly by what we tell ourselves Mm -hmm. each and every day Mm -hmm. and so if we can learn to interject certain words uh opportunity when i wake up if i start thinking about tomorrow i'm never going to make it it's going to be rough i say perhaps Mm -hmm. you know just one word uh if i find myself thinking something a little negative i'll go interesting Okay, and, and that takes me right out of it and makes me examine mm-hmm. why I'm going back there again because that's mm-hmm. what got me where I was, and I don't mm-hmm. want to go back there. Mm-hmm. And, and when you become one of my, well, the, the, the little program we have is called Awake. I mean, not, it's not woke. Mm-hmm. It's Awake. Awake. Yes. <laughs> uh, da Vinci said, uh, I awoke to find that the rest of the world was still asleep. Mm-hmm. And, and what you find is that you see people doing exactly what you were doing. You start observing people more than judging people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I've, I've mentioned before too with with people. If you if you tend to work with people that are negative and they come at you mm-hmm. in a negative way, one one of the words I pop in is suffering. Mm-hmm. I recognize the fact that this person must is suffering mm-hmm. about something. Mm-hmm. I know that it's nothing I did, and it allows me to have more compassion. Than to, than to have judgment. And and what you give them back in that moment when mm-hmm. they're angry, mm-hmm. the way you say it, has a big influence on their personality. Absolutely. They'll it does. T- 
you you change you, and by changing you, mm-hmm. it changes them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware of the Gandhi quote, but he said, "Become the change you wish to see in the world," mm-hmm. and that's really where it starts. It starts with us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Kelly, I always love talking to you. It's always great. Me too. It's always very insightful. I love talking to you. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this today. Uh, you'll see us, Kelly and I, every, uh, we drop this on Fridays, I think, on our YouTube page. And uh, if you think of any topics, you might go down into the comments and uh, ask Kelly questions. And uh, we will see you next time next week. I ask you too about real estate. Absolutely. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm.